Okay, Rabbi Say, I want to, I want to review, I want to review some of what Rabbi Shapiro taught us. I have a specific agenda. Rabbi Shapiro said that what got him so excited about the Shemesh Shmuel, I don't know if the Olam saw the Ashkocha what went on yesterday. Rabbi Shapiro and Reb Shef were not in, they were not in cahoots about what to teach. And Rai Shapiro told us Iran with Lambdas that answered a kasha that Rai Shef was addressing. It was, and Rai Shapiro was on Inyane Ashkafa. It was complete, just Ashkafa Sashem. Nobody set that up. They did not know what each other was speaking about. And it was pretty remarkable that the sugya Rai Shef spoke about was answered up with the Inyan that Rabbi Shapiro spoke about. It was neat. I want to share a kasha that Aaron Schmel, a brilliant cashier, had on the run. But let me, let me tell you what, what my agenda is today. I have quoted the line, and we started yesterday with the line from Rev Hirsch. Rev Hirsch, Rev Hirsch said the following line. Rev Hirsch witnessed entire cities of people give up Yiddishkeit. I don't know if you understand what that means. Cities that were from loyal Abde Hashem for Deiris for generations, and he watched youngsters give up Yiddishkeit. And Rev Hirsch watched with horror, and like many greats around him, Rev Hirsch did something about it. And Rev Hirsch showed people were running to other areas to find relevance to find things that mattered to them and were important in their life. Somehow they were studying Torah and living Torah, and they weren't finding relevance. They weren't finding something that ignited their souls, that they can connect to, feel, experience, and they were running to poetry, to all different other venues, to Gaiisha culture, to find relevance, to find meaning, to find importance. And Rev Hirsch made a whole, did a, made these writings, beautiful, beautiful writings, poetic writings, where he showed us the relevance of Torah. I feel very connected. We have guests here who are from Washington, not that they live in Queens, but we have the Tatas from Washington Heights. I feel a very big bond to Rev Hirsch. This head got a bracha from Rev Royer who was a grandson of Rev Hirsch. Rev Royer was a very, very old man and was Nifter a few months later. And I was Zeicher. I was Zeicher in 1980 as a youngster to get a bracha from Rev Royer. I got a blessing on a Friday night from Rev Royer. And he was a grandson of Rev Hirsch. I have enjoyed and been influenced by Rev Hirsch's Torah a lot. And it always, he took a lot because of Rev Hirsch. When I started Blue Ridge, Going back a number of years ago, my dream was to have a city that lived the Ma'agal Hashana, that lived the cycle of the year. It's not just socially Pesach. It's not just socially Shavuos and Purim and Hanukkah and Elul and, and Av. But the Yomim Taivim would be felt and experienced. It's an experience that's relevant to us. I want to I wanna describe something I learned during COVID. During, I had the best Pesach Shavuos Lag Ba'imer of my life during that period a year ago. 
at the time it was my best, and the Yamim Taivim since then have the bit, been the best Yamim Taivim of my life. Gershon, who's, Gershon, is, Gershon is visiting us, told me that he read up a lot of Holocaust stories. When I was a youngster, I was very into reading Holocaust books. And what always, get, what, what always stood out, amongst all the things, amongst many things in these heroic books, one of the things that stood out is the celebration of Chagim, of Yom Tovim, by people in crazy situations. In the nuttiest situations, they had like a Hanukkah in Auschwitz. In the nuttiest situation, they had Simchas Torah in Warsaw. It always stood out, the crazy, any of us who are into music, who know the old man from Vilna. And he describes Simchas Torah in the DP camps after the Holocaust. These type of stories, how Yidin celebrated, they baked matzah on the crazy conditions they got a hold of a matzah. The way Yidin celebrated Yom Tiv in crazy situations always stood out as a detail of the heroes of our people, the way they celebrated Yom Tivim under difficult circumstances. Reb Shalom Rabashkin came to Yeshiva and he described to us Simchas Torah in jail. He said something fascinating. He said there were a group of people in jail who they were called the Israelites. And they were claiming to be Jews like him. He did every mitzvah in jail. He put on tefillin, talis, sat in a sukkah, made kiddush. He did all the mitzvahs. And whatever he did, they would do. It was a little annoying to him. They would join him for everything he would do when he had a let. And they would join in with him, everything. He sat in the sukkah, was like a a treat, he got to go to the yard. It's very limited how much you go, get to go outside. For a sucker, religious, they sat in the sucker with him. The Israelites, they were this like, great. He got grape juice every Shabbos for Kiddush. They got grape juice too. They were making Kiddush with him. <coughs> Whatever he did, they did. And they copied literally everything. So they got extra grape juice on Shabbos. They got to go to the yard on Sukkot. They sat in the sukkah. And they were with him. He was very nervous, Simchas Torah, that they were going to want to dance with the Torah with him. He was nervous. The whole, he got a Torah and he was going to dance with the Torah, the group of Yidin. The Israelites didn't dance with him, he said. He told us in this yeshiva, he said they followed everything. Simchas Torah, like, they're not dancing. You're hopeless in jail. These people, all maximum, it's a maximum security. They're there for life. They, they were, they'll, limit, they'll drink grape juice. They'll do other things. They were not singing or dancing. They never joined them for that. They weren't, were not, they, there was no mood, no ability to dance. And he, in jail, he danced. And he described to us some chastayra and sukkahs, remarkable Shabbos, Chanukah. He described the, what, his, what he did to light the candles and how he did it, remarkable. Momo, when he dis, when, when, so when I was younger, Momo, I always was amazed that a yid in Auschwitz kept yomtiv. By COVID, Yonatan, my life, I, it changed. I understood something different. I thought that the yid in Auschwitz went to Shavuos. The yid in Auschwitz went to Simchas Torah. In the middle of Auschwitz, he created a Simchas Torah. He carved out space and created a Hanukkah. The wrong story, Yonatan. I want you to hear the words, but I'm not being poetic. I want you to hear something real. Chanukah came to the Yid. Shavuos came. The Yid didn't go to Shavuos in Auschwitz. 
Shavuos came to the Yidden Auschwitz. Pesach came to the Yidden Auschwitz. What am I saying? It sounds words, Yonatan. What am I saying? There's a message of a Chag that's relevant to you and I in the situation we're in. All too often, we try to go to the Chag. It was, I remember Pesach, all of us remember Pesach, right at the onset, COVID, and Yidin dropped everything, and we all started mobilizing for Pesach, to get ready to make Pesach. It wasn't like we left our matzim and went to Pesach. Pesach has messages, and Hashem talks to us, and He comes to us where we are, and talks to us where we are. It bothered me a lot. A famous darshan got up and he spoke and he said, Elul Zecher Tzadik, the Kaddish Levracha. Elul of blessed memory. It bothered me a lot. Ke'ilu El. Back in the day, they used to faint by El. And today, I promise you, to you and I who don't faint, we're not fakers. We hear them say, Elul, none of us topple over. We're here today. I promise Elul talks to you and I who don't faint, who are worried Elul sees now the Mets going to finally make the playoffs. Is it possible? Is the team ever going to stop being injured? Will anybody come back to you and I who welcome Peter Lanzo back and are excited he had four RBIs and they won 6-2 to two on the day he returned. Elul talks to you and us. It's not true. Because Hashem gave us Elul. Because Hashem gave us a month we don't, of course, we work to apply yourself to Elul. That's true too. But Elul also comes to us. Hashem gives us a chag. He's talking to you. He's talking to me. The Yidden in Auschwitz kept Pesach because Pesach came to them. Pesach was relevant to them. So then we have to study what's it saying. During the time of COVID, I had the best young time of my life. Because I started chapping, Pesach was talking to me exactly, and I didn't have to carve out a space for, for Pesach. Of course, we have to tzushtel and bring ourselves to a chag. But what is a mayed, a vad, is a coming together, a meeting. Two people come to a meeting. It's true I go to Pesach, but Pesach comes to me also. And the practical thing I'm saying is that Pesach talks to you. To you, where you're up to, what you're doing, what you did last night, Pesach's talking to you. Because Hashem gave us a Chag. And a Mayid is, let's get together. We come together. Two people come together. So it's true, you have to go to Pesach. But Pesach also will come to you. Pesach will talk to you. Pesach will tell you things. It gave a different understanding to all these stories I had read. They made Hanukkah and Auschwitz. Yeah, they went to Hanukkah. But Hanukkah also came to Auschwitz. And it said something to a guy. Pesach, a yant of freedom, said something to a guy who felt very unfree. But it's, I don't know what it said. He was there. He heard it talk. But it said something. I know what it says to me. I don't know what it says to him because I wasn't there and it's not talking, it's talking to him, not to me. And it talks to you different than it talks to me. But the Chag comes to us. That's what a meeting is. Two people have a meeting. Two people came to a room. Rev Hirsch took a generation that he felt Tyran Yiddishkeit was irrelevant and he brought relevance. And he said the following claim. He said that why did people leave Yiddishkeit? He blamed the Rebbeim. Shockingly, the Sadik who Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said on Rav Hirsch, I can't picture in Olam Haba big enough for this man. 
That's what Yisrael said in Rav Hirsch. When he met him, he said, I can't picture an Eilam above big enough. He was Nishtayim at Rav Hirsch's Sidkus. And Rav Hirsch said that the Rebbeim took life out of Tyra, so the Talmidim took Tyra out of life. They made a separation. It's not relevant. It's boring means it's not relevant. I go to Shir, we sit here and I'm bored. I don't see the relevance to my life. I don't see the impact on my life. I don't see relevance. Then we ask an irrelevant, why aren't you trying harder? Why aren't you putting in more effort? <laughs> I don't see relevance. I don't see relevance. The biggest kid of Shemayim is a Rebbe who has a happy life, who's fired up, who has chaos and has a successful life. So the Talmud, we're not studying a subject. I told you the line of a brilliant guy, and this is she was married, learning in Kerl Nerds, Israel told his dad. His father's a Balchuvah tzaddik. And his father said in 10th grade he was miserable in school. And he called his father at Maritain and he just was complaining, I'm miserable. So his father said, I don't get you, you're a stand-up kid. We all were miserable in school. We hated school, but school is school and deal with it. Like, what's your problem? Are you so pampered today? We went through the same thing, you pampered child. What's wrong with you, he said to his son. So his, said, his son said, Dad, you don't get it. You went to PS 143. You hated school? Give out the, rough it out. Deal with it and finish school. He said, I'm in yeshiva. It's describing who I should marry, how my children should look, what my thoughts should be. You can't say just deal with it. If I'm miserable and it don't feel relevance, can't I just deal with it? Just deal with it. Send me to PS 143. I'll deal with it. It's not relevant. It's not supposed to be relevant. Learn about the Aztecs and, and be quiet and deal with it. Right on the test. You're not seeing the relevance of where the Aztecs, how their teepees look. You have to pass the regions and deal with it. You don't know the relevance of this squared because all this math that you'll never see again in your life. Tough luck. You need the regions diploma. Zehu. But if you're in yeshiva and it matters who I'm going to marry, it matters my every thought, my every action, you can't say deal with it. And as such, it's important to see all of Tyra's relevance. The Tyra's relevance. And it's important to see how the rel- what, in what way, what, is it, what does it mean, what is it saying, how does it connect to my life. It's an extremely important matter. And Rabbi Shapiro, sometimes we don't even exactly get, it is true. Sometimes we don't get a certain sugya, that lundus, what clarity may I getting? The whole time I am learning Hashem's chachma. It is making me smarter, it's making me understand Hashem's values. What has what importance? What's worth what? The way we know about anything in this world is through Hashem's Torah. And it is completely true, nobody should be arrogant. Even on sugyas, we don't know what we're getting. Learning Chachmas Hashem will give us a clarity. So nobody's pretending that in every sugya we learn, we can figure out in what way did I get smarter? In what way did I connect more to Hashem? We can't, but when we can see in the Torah we learn such relevance, it becomes so important to study that and to gain a confidence to the relevance of what I'm studying. So Rabbi Shapiro, he always, he has a hobby. When he learns Chumash, he has the following hobby. He likes picking, all of us we learn Chumash have a certain Rashi that fires us up. 
because we know why it's relevant. A certain pasuk. He likes finding the psukim in the parsha that seem the most like, I wouldn't study that. That's like Rev Hirsch, Bereshus and Shemais, every Jew, if you're a Jew, you get fired up. You can't meet Avram Avinu and not like lose your mind. You get fired up to meet Avram. We wait for those parshas. Shemais, our people form, the formation of our people were fired up. Vayikra, most of us shut down. Karbanais, the Mishkan was a was a, an edifice that will never be again, will never have it again. So most people come to Vayikra and you shut down. Zehu, it's of the past. Rev Hirsch's Ikra writings on Vayikra, he goes wild on Vayikra, which if you understand his life's mission, and he showed relevance in the most esoteric, the most far out topics, and he showed relevance and importance and connection and things. It's talking to you. It's talking to me. It's talking to us. That is what Rev Hirsch did. Sarai Shapiro has a hobby. When he learns the parsha. he likes finding the pasuk that like you think, okay, there I... I and he studies it till he finds what it's saying, how mamish he should behave this afternoon. He loves finding in the most abstract topics in the Torah the relevance to his own life. That's like a hobby of his, a very sophisticated, intelligent hobby. Now he acknowledges, and we all acknowledge, Hashem is smarter than us. It does not mean on every sugya we'll figure out how I got... In what way was I directed? But it's the knowledge that the Torah and Chachmas Hashem impacts us in a practical sense in our day in, day out living. This is a basic to Yiddishkeit. It's a basic to the yeshiva. I don't want to be guilty. Rev Hirsch accused Rebbeim. They took life out of Torah and the Talmidim took Torah out of life. I want life to be in our Torah, like Rev Hirsch demanded and explained. So I want to share with you, alumnus, it was a miracle. What happened yesterday was a miracle. Reb Shef and Rai Shapir, Shapir did not speak. He speaks on a sugya. He says, alumnus, that exactly answered. Let me give you over what happened yesterday. We're learning a sugya, Rabbi Say. We're learning a sugya. And Rav Shef gave a beautiful share in the sugya of a man doing the Nesina and a lady doing the Amira. All of us have gone to weddings. We have Unzra Yaki's wedding coming up in minutes. And Yaki Blatter, next week we'll have to bust the whole yeshiva. I don't see how a Ben Toyer who learned in the yeshiva this year doesn't go to that wedding. He lifted this whole place. Us, we owe him. So the whole place will show up to his wedding. We'll figure out how. But Lemaisa, at a wedding, the man gives kesef to the lady, shove a kesef, he hands a ring to the lady, and he says to the young lady, So he has an Asina and an Amira, and the man does both. Our Gemara wanted to know, let's say Yonatan, the lady, does the Amira. Women's lib today, they're very upset the man does everything. So they want the lady's involvement. So what would be Yonatan, instead of him doing the Amira, she does the Amira. She says, when you give me the ring, I am a Kudeshis to you. And then he gives her the ring. Does it work? Says the Gemara, it's a Safei Kedushin. And the Gemara has two answers. One answer, it's a Safei Kedushin. So we have to, what's the Safei? Chaim, why wouldn't it work? Now, how do, in Kedushin, you need the man's Ratzayin and the lady's Ratzayin. You need them both to want to get married. He can't marry her against her will. She can't be married to him against his will. You need both their wills. At every chasna, how do we know the lady wants Kedushin? Don't be quiet. Say it loudly. Her quiet, her silence, says Viggy. 
because she's quiet. He says, we're going to be married with this. Shtika, shtika, kaida. Her silence says she acquiesces. So that's her, her rut sign. Where do we know she was silent? So why can't she do the Amira and his silence was says maskim? What could be wrong? Why is it not the exact same thing? The same way when he says the Amira, she's quiet. Yonatan, how do we know she's maskim to get married? Because she was quiet. So let her do the Amir, and how do we know he wants to get married? He was quiet. Big problem. Why isn't it obvious it works? So please listen to the approach of the Avnei Meluyim. I love Ketzeis. I believe I haven't seen it in a couple of years. I think there's the Avnei I always liked it. If, it. if I got the wrong author, I beg Mechila. I think it's an Avnei Meluyim. Listen to this approach. We're struggling. Why doesn't it work? Why doesn't it work when she does the Amir and he's quiet, Mash? So, Viggy, I want to tell you one approach. Now, we're assuming here that the only purpose of the Amira is without the Amira. We don't know why he gave it. The Amira is not part of Kedushin. Kedushin is giving her Kesev. The Amira says, how do I know you gave it to get married? The Amira is just a Gilui, a revelation of what you're doing. Maybe he gave her a ring, because he likes her, it's a gift. How do we know he's trying to marry? Because the Amira. So why can't she do the Amira? Now don't say, Kiyikach, he's supposed to take. The Amira is not the taking. The Amira is just the quad. The taking is the Kesev. You bought her. The Amira of it is just to explain what he meant when he gave it. So why can't she do the Amira in his silence? So listen to this plan, Hevra, and I, I want to get to what Rai Shapiro told us. The Ran in the Durham says something philosophically, alumnus in marriage, a famous Ran. It's funny, it's in the Durham. Anything from the Durham I love. It's the only Masech Shas I learned with my father cover to cover. So it's something in the Durham, I run there. There's a Ran in the Durham. And the Ran in the Durham says, Yonatan, the following alumnus, when you learn it, you think like irrelevance and listen to what Rai Shapiro taught us. The Ran says, and you read this Ran, if you're not into Lambdus, you're like, okay, yawn, like, like, what does it have to do with my life? Listen to what the Ran says. In marriage, there are two participants, a man and a lady. And Pashup Shat, if I buy something off Chaim Tzvi, if I buy his glasses, he's the Makna, I'm the Kaina. In any transaction, the two parties who create the transaction, the seller or giver of the gift is the Makna, gives over, and I'm the kainer. Yehuda, if, you, if I buy something off you, we both create the transaction. Says the Ran, that's not Kedushin. The Kedushin is not the lady's makna and the man is kainer. That's not what happens. Kedushin is, she's mafker herself a second before Kedushin. She makes herself hefker. And then the entire Kenyan is done by the Someone man. Jump in that second, okay. That's what Aaron, the Aaron Schmel said with Maish. Aaron Schmel, Maish, like to bring out how wild the Ran is, if somebody in the crowd a second before Kedushin runs in as Makadish, or why isn't it Chal? The answer is she's only Mafker herself a second before the Chalois. Theoretically, they're right. A lady is not part, listen to this, Lambdas Effie. A lady Effie is not part my A lady Effie is not part of Kedushin, says the Ran. She is Mafke herself, and the man does the entire Kedushin. 
it comes at literally the same second. She's mafka herself at the second of the chalais. He gives her the ring at that second. She's mafka. Theoretically, they're asking, she's mafka, somebody else could quickly marry her. She's mafka herself, that's, and they're right. You can't be mafka to one person. There's no such thing in hefker. But the Ran says that philosophically, in Lumdus, you'll hear Rabbi say, what, like what? This is a weird way of looking at things. I'm going to show you a practical nafkamina, and then we're going to learn a shame is Shmuel. The method of acquiring a woman is that she becomes hefker second. Yeah, yes, yeah. So the transaction is only him. It's not like any gift or any sale. Any gift or sale in the world, I'm the makna, you're the kaina. Marriage, the Ran the Dharm says it's not that way. How do you become hefker? She didn't do anything. She, she makes herself hefker. Yeah. So her shtick, agreeing to Kedushin, this is what Kedushin is. Kedu- right. Her agreeing. She didn't agree, it's anything yet. It's when he says, I'm And her shtick, Kaida, is I'm making myself. That's what a lady does in Kedushin. She makes us. Yeah, even I don't know. Somebody should teach her the Ran. Chaim Tzvi and Maishi are saying, like, somebody tell the lady, go to, call up Yaki's wife. You have to, like, give her a gun salam. You have to possibly bring her to Brisk for a few weeks. She has to, like, study. Fascinating. She's not makna. Like anything else you would give, there's a makna and a kaina. There's the Ran says, Yonatan. I'm going to explain it in our terms. What is that? What's, what about marriage? What's being said here? This is what the Ran says, that a lady in Kedushin is not makna and he's kaina. She is mafkir and then he does the whole Kenyan. She's not part of Kedushin at all. Kedushin is a man being kaina, something hefker. Wild view of Kedushin. A second before Kedushin, she's Mafkir. At the point of Kedushin, a man is kind of something after. Is that what? Yaakov, this is the Ran, the great Ran's view of marriage. How could he be kinder to her? If she's not Hefker, how is he kind of something that's not Hefker? The only way to be kind of something not Hefker is if somebody's Makna. He says Kedushin, she's not called the Makna. She's not called the Makna. She is not giving over anything. If she's not Hefker, how is he kind of? It only can be if she's Hefker. So when a lady wants Kedushin, she's Mafker herself. That's what she's doing. Now, Aaron says anybody can marry her. She's only Mafker at that second he's marrying her. That's what the Ran says. If this shocks you and you say this is like strange stuff, you get hold steady for the shame Shmuel. Momo, you hear how the Ran says marriage works? Now watch this. Listen to an Avnei Malum. Watch this, Yonatan. What did we say? The Gemara as it said that if he, how do we know at every chasna? How do we know the lady wants kedushin because she was silent? Maishala Raver. So let her talk, and he was silent. Says the Avnei Maluim, the Rashba says as follows. Aid, listen, Yaakov, you're going to go crazy in this part. Aid make the marriage. They don't just report the marriage, they make the marriage. If somebody gets married without Aid, Yosef, are they married we just don't know? Or they're not married? They're not married. Aidim don't report the news, they're called Mekai Medover. They make the marriage. They make the chalois. That's what Aidim do. They create the marriage. If you get married, it's a Gemara Kedushin. We pass in, the Kedushin's not hell. It's not, we just don't know, there's no proof, you can't prove you're married. No, they're not married. Aid them, don't report the news they make. Says the Rashba. 
Let's say I was a Masada Kedushin, this happened. Let's say you're an aide Kedushin. You go to Yaki's wedding, you're called up. Aide Kedushin, Yosef Sandler. He comes up. And, uh, and Yaki takes the ring, says Ariyat Makudeshisli, and right before he puts it on, the photographer pushes you out of the way. They will do that because they want a good picture. And you're stuck behind. All you see is the photographer's back during the Kedushim. Then he finally moves away and you see the ring on her finger. Is she married? Says the Rashba, absolutely not. It's not enough to make the marriage. It's not enough to... I know that he put it on. It used to be in his hand. And now that same ring's on her finger. He put it on. To make the marriages, they have to see it. They're not reporters of the marriage. They make the chalois. So they have to see... Yaakov, you hear the rule? They have to see it go on. You can imagine how much OCD did I blink? No OCD allowed. If you saw, you saw. Knock it off. But if you're blocked out by the photographer... See, you didn't see, says the Rashi, it's not a marriage. You have to see the marriage to make it chal. Now watch this. Yaakov, listen to this lambdas. His ratzayim for marriage, Chaimol, is part of the marriage. Because remember, what does marriage need? Marriage, what the Ran says, is a hefker lady, a man does the whole Kenyan. Her ratzayim for marriage is only an introduction to Ketushin. She's mafka herself before the marriage. His Ratzayin is Kedushin. Kedushin is a man takes something after and is kainet. So Kedushin's entirely a man's job, the entire Kedushin, is the man taking that which she was mafkir. Her Ratzayin is before Kedushin. She's after at the point of Kedushin. Kedushin is a man being kainet, something after. Says the Avne Maluim, her Ratzayin, it's enough to know about. That's not Kedushin, her Ratzayin. That's before Kedushin. Her Ratzayin, if she was quiet, we know she was Mafka herself. His Ratzayin is Kedushin. His Ratzayin, it's not enough to know. You have to see it or hear it. So the Edom have to hear him say, Haryat Kodeshes. If she says it and he's quiet, we don't experience his rutsen. We're aware of his rutsen, but that's like seeing the ring on her finger. You didn't see it. His rutsen, the Edom have to experience to make, to make Kedush and Chal. Just like they have to see the ring go on, they have to hear him say, His rutsen, which is part of Kedushin, the Edom, it's not enough to know, we have to see it. Her rutsen, which is only an introduction Kedushin, it's enough if they know, they don't have to see it. We're based on this run explaining why her Amira and his silence might not work. He, the Adam, have to hear and experience his Ratzin, Kedushin. When he says it, how do they know he wants Kedushin? Because he said it. When she said, how do they know they figured it out? That's not enough to make the Kedushin Chal. You can't figure it out. You have to see it. According to this, according to this, we're combining the Rashba. No, we're not saying the Rashba hold the Ran. We're saying if you hold like the Rashba and the Ran, they're not telling each other. If you hold like the Rashba and the Ran, we're looking for reasons when she does the Amira and he's quiet, why it wouldn't work. If you hold like the Rashba and the Ran, two Rashainim, two standard Rashainim, we would have a reason why she can't do the Amira. Now, and a Hanami. No, no, if, if she would be a Makna. 
No, the other, no, because I don't say maybe Ratzin, you could tiny, you don't have to see Ratzin, you can get out of this. That Ratzin is not part of the, you can get out of this. I'm saying it's one idea, one plan. Ketzer, what, what do I, this, this is a Musa shir, we're saying Gishmak alum, so it's not, it is a Torah here. But I want to tell you what Rai Shapiro said. Yonatan, when you hear this ran, in Kedushin, you think there's like mental gymnastics. In Kedushin, she's not a Maknes, a kind of, she's Maknes, kind of. Don't tell, we have a lady at Shear today, it's like dangerous. Don't tell my wife, mothers, listen to the Shear, is this dangerous? I want to explain it. The shame is Shmuel. The shame is Shmuel, the Sakit Shavarov. This Reb was said, I want to explain the Ran to you. He said on Shavuos, that Shavuos is a marriage, Klal Yisrael and Hashem. It's a marriage. Klal Yisrael and Hashem. Hashem is the what? Is the husband. And Klal Yisrael is the wife. Anybody who reads Shir Hashirim? We read Shir Hashirim. Hashem is the man and Klal Yisrael is the wife. You know how marriage works? You trust in a person. Every marriage, the wife is putting her life. It's a Lash and a Gemara in Chulin. Her life depends on him. She's putting her life in the man's hands. Her life depends on him. She's putting her life and trusting this man. That is the essence of a marriage. The trust in the other person. I trust you. Every lady who gets married is trusting. It's certainly a wife has a tremendous impact on her husband. But I don't believe there's any chazal that says chayav t'luyin aleha. I don't believe Chazal say his life is put in her hands. In marriage, the lady is putting her life in his hands. That's what marriage is. And what that takes, says the shame is Shmuel, is a trust. It's not, she's a makna and he's a kainah. It's I'm after myself, I let you do everything, take me. I'm all yours. It's a deeper trust than a makna and a kainah. He's the one doing the whole thing. He says that the Bechena of this Ran and the Yisait of Shavuos is the Nasev and Nishma, is that trust. The Tmimus, the trust of Klal Yisrael, that we trust you, Hashem. We trust you, Hashem. If, Chaim, if you get me a Gemara Shabbos, I want to read a Gemara Shabbos to the Chevra. He says what the Ran describing... Thanks a million. Thanks a million. <laughs> Thank you, Chaim. <laughs> the Gemara and Shabbos on Peches and Beis talking about Kabbalah Satira says we go b'shlei Musa we go with a Tmimus Tumas Yesharim Tanchem. It says we go with the Tmimus, which is a trust. The trust of the straight ones guides what guides us. Says Rashi. V'samachnu alav. We lean on Hashem. Shla yitnenu b'davar shla He won't put on anything on us that we can't handle. If He gave us the Torah, it's all things that are shayich to us. There's a Tmimus, Kabbalah Satayra requires a, tr- a faith. What do we say in Avarabah? Bavur Avoyseinu Shabbat Chuvcha, 
since our fathers trusted Hashem, you taught them Torah. The prerequisite to Torah is the faith in Hashem. Rai Shapiro pointed out, a guy sits down to learn. We all have this. He described one particular bacha. We've all gotten to a Gemara. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's not pshat. What? And what does any learner do on Mevatel Maidas? Now, it doesn't mean I just accept it. I know it's true, and then I kill myself to figure out what's the Gemara saying. It's the Bittal Hadas to figure out. We start learning with Hakdama, Hashem is right. Then I want to understand, we break ourselves to understand. The Tanaya Rishon is Betachin, is faith. I trust you, Hashem. He quoted Rev Hirsch that said in Adam, in Adam is the Lashin, Vayidoim Aaron is a Doim. A Doim is somebody who's silent, who accepts. I accept. In Adam is a Mitzias of an acceptor of the Ratzna Hashem. A profound acceptance. And he said, Kabbalah Satira is the male, is Mafka herself. And so I'm, I, you do the whole thing. I, I have complete faith. Is a certain, I have, I have complete faith. You do, do what you want. I trust you. I trust you. That's inherent in the Kenyan is the nature of the relationship. A great faith. I trust you. That's what the Shem Mishmuel explains the depth of the Ran, that she's mafgir and he does the entire thing. Is built in a sense of I trust you. A built in a sense of I trust you. And he says that's our relationship to Hashem. Is the Bavura Vishabatrubha, the great faith, the Nasim and Ishma, faith in Hashem, that's the Mafkar Satsma. Hashem. We're yours. Anachnu Amecha, we're yours. Anu Amecha. That's what Rai Shapiro explained the Ran. It was remarkable that he explained this Ran on a sugya when this Ran is so used to answer Rai Shef's sugya. I thought that was kind of remarkable. Nashkoch Hashem. No, they didn't speak. They didn't speak at all. You're going to do your rap in a few minutes? Yeah, I'll be right back. I want to go see if there's any more pizza. Get pizza. Speaker? Yeah, we have no speakers. Is Zevi here? Zevi Lacks. We didn't get to Musava. This was Chazarin yesterday. No, we didn't speak. We didn't speak. What? What's I wanted a Chazar, the remarkable, what went on yesterday was remarkable. Zevi, do a so we'll do a five minute Musavad because we Chazard so long. Can I invite Johnny to the First sing us a song. First do one of yours, then you'll invite Johnny. Do one of yours. Which one? Let's go, Zabi. Let's go, Zabi.
Man, I hate the pain I feel when I'm alone at night But when I smoke away the pain, it's just a lonely high So I'm a gun, cause now I understand emotions are important Why'd I ever try to cope with sights? Now why would I go close the blinds, block out all those feelings But this special man, I swear that it's okay to cry And I'm a golden guy, you gotta learn to love yourself and be protected Stop the doubt within your golden mind You gotta learn to keep on moving through your golden life Capture all those golden vibes, reminisce and hold on tight Before you know it, they could leave you in the cold at night Nothing but a jacket and yourself, but that's just most delight Good vibes seem to never breathe the last And when you find them, hang on Cause feelings come and go with time Got all these friends, but I'm still feeling like a lonely guy Hate when my emotions come inside and then they multiply Running through my broken mind mm -hmm. I forgot the rest of the lyrics I did want to do a few minutes, but it is 5.20 already. So, Be'ez Hashem, I want to thank all the guys for coming. Tomorrow we'll continue. I want to learn some Gemaras and Kedushin together that are topics I want to learn before we call it as man. So, Be'ez Hashem, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Let's learn 40 minutes, second Seder.